Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. You're advised to wear bells on your boots so the wolves hear you coming. <laughs> they must have seen you coming a mile off, Michael. They'll be like, what'll this guy believe? Bells on your boots. That's Why on your boots, Michael? Bells on your boots. What else did what they did? tell you? Did they tell you you have to walk backwards with a mirror on your forehead? What I did was, it was just after Easter and I got loads of those lint bunnies and just t- took the bells off them and tied them to my boots and walked around France hoping a wolf wouldn't get me. I did that. Michael, they must have thought you were a leper or that you had some kind of communicable disease when they saw you coming into town. Like, why didn't you... Bu- like? The only communicable disease I got is a, is a great love for the outdoors. Hello and welcome to Legitimate Likes, the podcast where we take a look at some of humanity's most popular fascinations and we try to work out, are they really worthy of the hype? They may be likes, but are they legitimate likes? My name is Hugh and tonight I'm joined by our producer, but uh, he's stepping into the role of co-host, so I welcome Michael. Hi Michael, how are you? Hi Hugh, how are you? Uh, so nice to be introduced this early in the podcast, and uh, yeah, I'm 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 gonna do uh, I'm gonna do my best filling in for Will. Yeah, you're in the big chair this week. Yeah, yeah, in the big leagues. Got my big boy hat on, my big boy pants. What does your big boy hat look like? Do you know what? Forget that. What do your big boy pants look like? <laughs> they're um, they're uh, they're they're I guess plus fours. Are they the pant or the sock? No, they're the they're the pant, yeah. Okay, they're, the they're my pant then. Yes, yeah. Okay, yeah. And yeah. why are they for big boys? <laughs> because if you're a little boy, they would just extend the full length of your leg and therefore be a trouser. What's wrong with that? What's wrong with trousers? Are you coming on to tell us trousers are not a legitimate like? Well, we're all on Zoom right now. Who amongst us is wearing trousers? I am. Are you? Yeah. For a Zoom call, that's very formal, Hugh. I'm just in from from work, you know. Anya, you trousered? I, I, this what is the not, hell are you doing, Michael? This is, this <laughs> not is, how this works. This is not protocol. Um, no. Not that it's not Ni- Neither business. bringing Anya in this early or asking her what she's wearing. 
You creep. <laughs> I'm shaking. I'm shaking it up. It's not uh, a weird episode. Not that it's anyone's business, but I'm 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 not betrousered. Okay. Well, that that I, I'm wearing clothes. Are you taking the opportunity to ask her now because she always ignores the text when you text her what she's wearing? <laughs> I mean, the fact that you're not wearing trousers then obviously raises further questions. But anyway, nor am I. Nor am I. I'm Would wearing... you love if I was like, I'm wearing like you know those kind of German hiking shorts the Germans wear? And if I was I really like, that's would. what I wear for my podcasting. I would. Uh, I really would. No, no, I'm, I'm in a, I'm in a. I don't like saying this, Michael. I'm in a dress. I, <laughs> I don't like that you said that either. No, I'm wearing a short pant, if, uh, if anyone wants to know. Just one, so, like one leg. Well, no, on one on each. Joined okay. together, yes. So that makes them pants. Are they a house pant or a... No, uh, no, they're a, uh, I would say a khaki short. <laughs> this, I mean, why has everything become singular? It's funny, it is funnier. Yeah. Can I okay. help with the with the patter just and teach you a new skill? Do you guys know how to beatbox? No. I mean I feel like this is a Will why? question. I think Will have, would have you learned how to beatbox? Uh, I learned on how you? to yesterday. Okay. You've so, been doing a class. Yeah, yeah. So Sorry. you're gonna wanna say, first of all, cat boot over and over again, okay? Just cat boot, cat boot, cat boot, cat boot, cat boot. Now, cat boot, now cat I want you to do cat's boots. Cat's boots, 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 cat's Puppets and puppeteers, puppeteers, puppeteers. No. No, pu- puppets and puppeteers. Puppets and puppeteers, puppeteers, puppets and puppeteers. No, oh my god. <laughs> okay, so the answer to the question, can he say that fast, is no. Puppets and puppeteers, puppets and puppeteers, puppets and puppeteers, puppets and puppeteers, puppets and puppeteers. I think it's cats and boots. Yeah, it is. Cats and boots, cats and boots. Cats and boots cats I've cats misinterpreted cats a normal boots, sentence boots, as a, t- a, a tongue twister. Yeah. Who was your uh, tutor, Anya? Who, who did you go to um, for this? Actually, uh, my tutor was somebody who did who has appeared on the podcast in a way. Do you remember when Josh Berry was on and he did his outro as Ian Sterling from Love Island? Oh, yeah. Mm. So I was watching Ian Sterling on Taskmaster last night. Okay. He uh, mentioned this. So I, I spent some time and read it last night. And I thought this will be great patter for the pod. Okay. It wasn't, but you know, <laughs> it, like we you went can there. bring a horse to water, but you can't make it beatbox apparently. So we went there. You know, we went there. Uh, Hugh, how are you doing this week? Uh, good. I've just learned how to beatbox, so that's a new skill. Okay. You know. Okay. Um, I've worn trousers. Oh no, I haven't worn trousers every day. I wore shorts yesterday. Yeah, we had sports day in school yesterday. Okay. Absolutely took out a twelve-year-old girl <laughs> as well playing football. Like just body checked her into oblivion. My nice. God, nice. lifted her out of it. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. yeah, yeah. She couldn't keep up with the footwork you know, was slightly in the way and just a little, just the top of my chest just sort of caught her and she was gone. <laughs> just clipped her. She was yeah. gone. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think maybe I'll tell you guys what we're, what we're here, to, here right. to do. And this was at Michael's insistence and Michael announced before this listeners that this was about to get quote unquote very personal. Oh. So <laughs> gather around the fireside campers. Yeah. We're talking about camping. So yeah. uh, camping for the purposes of this podcast we're going to call it, it's, it's an outdoor activity that involves overnight stays away from home, either without a shelter or using very basic shelters, such as a tent or a recreational vehicle. Uh, and typically nice. it's designed to spend more time in uh, nature. Yeah. Will we get going with a quiz? 
Yeah, absolutely. Do, do you want to hear something embarrassing about the quiz? Yeah. You know, we were all sitting at the start of the Zoom call waiting to get ready. Yeah. It suddenly dawned on me. Oh, yeah, I meant to do a quiz. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, so this is a very freshly generated quiz. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> did you see like there was a brief moment of panic where I was suddenly just... So anyway. <laughs> uh, okay, go, go, go. What is cowboy camping? Ooh. Um... And have you ever done it? Um, cowboy do you have to camping. have a horse? Do you horse? Do you ride horse ride from tent to tent? Um, D- um, do you uh, slaughter indigenous people? Okay, is it where you is it where you don't actually have a tent where you just sleep in your clothes on the ground like cowboys used to do? Yes, exactly. It's uh, camping oh, without a hammock, a tent, or any other kind of shelter. You're just on the ground with your hat, with your chaps. With your waistcoat, with your gun belt. Yeah, the whole yeah. the whole nine yards. I think you can have a sleeping bag, possibly, but it's very much shelterless. Um, have you guys ever been cowboy camping? I, have I ever slept on the ground? Mm. Yes. Not in, not not inside. <laughs> oh. Um, what? What, uh, Michael? How could you possibly have thought that lying <laughs> sleeping on the floor inside a house would count as being like a cowboy? <laughs> Remember that bit where the Sundance kid spent a night in his uh, yeah, in his fort. living room. Yeah, it was a great one. In his friend's apartment. Okay, well then, by the stricter definition of the term, no, I haven't done it. Yeah, uh, listeners, Michael's Zoom. He, it, it, the sun is burning into his face, and he's gone so pale that he's now just sort of a a, a disembodied set of eyes and a, and a and a gurning mouth, and it's it's it's. <laughs> It's unpleasant to you, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what colour his t-shirt is, but his, his face and arms have just blended into it completely. So Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I have a very low contrast face at the best of times, <laughs> so this is not helping. Uh Hugh, have you ever been cowboy camping? No, I don't think so anyway. Um No. Um, oh, but wait, hang on. No, I slept in a bed that wasn't that comfortable one time. So does that count? Oh, yeah, that's that's exactly the same. Yeah. yeah just call him okay, the Lone Ranger, ladies. Yeah. Um, okay, you know those tents that you sometimes see in crazy documentaries where they're on a ledge of a mountain? Oh, yeah. Mm. What, do you, what do you call those? They're amazing, those tents. Yeah. Whoa. Uh, now, is it, I've got a question for you, Anya. Is it a specialised word or is it a weird compound word that we could come up with? Like mountain tents. It, it is actually a compound word, I think. Yeah, but it's, it's a, okay. it's, I think it is the, the term used. Uh, it's not like a bivouac tent or something. No, that, a bivouac, no? I think, is more like a kind of a little mini tent that you assemble yourself that only okay. fits one person, isn't it? Okay. Um, a vertical tent? Mm. Crampon. Um... Uh, a, cr- a, a cramp on clamp on no it's not yeah. a cling on uh, uh, I like where you're going with this Hugh I don't but what I do know about those things is that so it's basically like a big sleeping bag that you bolt to the wall of a mountain but but what's amazing about those is like when you people who sleep in those they then do everything else around them as well like they'll cook their food they'll go to the bathroom yeah. etc in that vertical space it's amazing I just hope you don't roll over in the middle of the night, I guess. Yeah. Mm. Do you give up? Oh, yes. Uh, well, they're called portal ledges. Portal ledge? Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. And they, yeah, are, they're like a kind of a hanging tent system that you assemble 
off the side of okay. the mountain. Uh, a bivouac is kind of a temp. I think it's technically like a temporary shelter. So I okay. get. I think a bivouac might be used. You know, if you were climbing Everest and you weren't going to hit a base camp, you would. Okay. You would erect your bivouac and uh, pass the night. Yeah, but it's not. You don't. You're not setting up a, a campsite. I think. Anya, do you think you could sleep on a portal ledge? Um. No, I'm really fascinated by them. I've done a lot of yeah. reading about them in sort of like a, a, a grimly fascinated way. But yeah. it blows my mind that that's what people do for fun. Yeah. Mm. And are they are they standing up asleep, kind of? Or no. Do you, no. No. So it's like, literally imagine, right? There's a sheer rock face, right? Maybe with mm. a ledge. And somebody has, through a series of ropes and pulleys, put sort of like a hammock. Yeah. So it's, it might be, it's usually two people. And there's, it's like a, kind of like a double bed suspended off the side of a mountain. And yeah. you, as Michael said, you do all your, you're living on it for the night. And yeah. uh, it's, they're they're very intense. Absolutely, but it's madness. assembled while you're climbing. Like you're bolted vertically to the wall, and then you have to pitch this tent. Yeah, Amazing. and then you have to disassemble it to go on your way. It is incredible. Yeah, but it's it's yeah. it's, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, okay, so our la- our last question: true or false? The word camp is an acronym for covered area mountain protection. I mean. That's absolutely definitely not. Definitely like, false. I must be right. I mean, did you make that up yourself on yeah. that afternoon? Yeah. <laughs> Covered area mountain protection. That's one of the the the, the hastiest um, acronyms I've ever come across. I thought it was pretty good. What were the other options? What were the other options that you came like? Couldn't avalanche mean power? I I originally had covered arsenal mountain protection. <laughs> Okay, yeah, so you're going more military or North London football. Yeah. Um, any other any other possible? Um, I had camps originally, which is going to be covered area, mountain protection shade. <laughs> the shade in there as well. You see, you're getting covered shade and protection all into one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, look, I didn't come up with one, so in fairness, you know. Yeah. Yeah. No. I think we now, I think every week on you, we need a, an acronym from you. Okay, fine. Challenge accepted. Okay, but give me an acronym. What does Hugh stand for? Quick as you like. Uh, oh, like, I mean, it's terrible that I just went straight to, hello, hello, ugly goat herd. <laughs> shows my level of self-esteem. Okay, Anya is automated intelligence node emitter. <laughs> wow. Michael, you got a bit more work to do. I'm going to wade in here with my seven. Mentally incapable. <laughs> what starts with C? Mentally incapable. Crab apple has a, an eel loser. I mean. And we've discovered the new format of the show. <laughs> yeah. Join us next week for ill thought out acronyms. Hello listeners, it's your producers Michael and Anya here with, you've guessed it, a competition update. The main event this week is that we're going to announce the winner of our Wild Rooms competition, which has seen tremendous interest. Firstly, I did want to clarify that in spite of all the flack that I got, we did actually have a few entries to the DVD competition, which was, I suppose you could say, sponsored by me. So that was won by listener Jack, who suggested a number of excellent topics, which we will be covering on the show and claim the prize. So well done, Jack. That set of vaguely Tom Cruise-themed DVDs is on its way to you. So now, to announce the results of our competition, I'm going to bring in producer Anya. I think we're going to do this Eurovision style. Hello, Anya. Dublin calling. 
actually didn't know Michael was a, a meerkat. <laughs> weird. Uh, hello. Uh, listeners, I don't know why Michael has gone with this Eurovision conceit because uh, this isn't a... Uh, there, was, there was no points-based uh, element to this. Uh, we've simply gone with, uh, with a little draw, but I suppose we should probably remind you of what the, what the prize was. Yeah, what's at stake? So uh, the prize was very generously given to us by the lovely people at the Wild Dreams at Tower Hill Estate in Wexford. Uh, where the winner will get an evening at their beautiful boutique boutique retreat, uh, it's quite hard to say, in Wexford. And they've got these beautiful Nordic cabins with huge short ceiling windows, uh, so you can stargaze and look at the sunset, the sunrise. Uh, you'll have a luxurious king-size bed under flower heating, and their pièce de résistance is the fact that not only is there a full luxury indoor bathroom in your cabin, there's also an outdoor shower. Nice. Uh, rainfall shower. Yeah, it's very cool. Um, so it's an amazing prize and we're very grateful to Tower Hill Estates for uh, um, the Wild Rooms for partnering with us on this and definitely check them out uh, if you're looking for somewhere to go in Ireland this, this summer um, so that's the prize and we've done the draw just before on we came on air Yeah. Uh, so will we announce the winner? do, do yeah, so uh, the winner it, we won't give her full name uh, over the internet is Aoife N so congratulations Aoife and we will be in touch with you over Instagram to put you in touch with the Wild Rooms to arrange your night away. Congratulations, Eva. Enjoy the Wild Rooms. Uh, we live to give. Uh, and obviously, a massive thanks to the Wild Rooms for sponsoring the competition. So now, back to your regular programming. So, we'll get we'll get into camping. Um, yeah. I'm already into it, aren't you? I know, well, Michael, you're not that into it because I suggested we actually all go camping for this episode. And Michael said, yeah. okay, but I'm going to do it in my house. <laughs> yeah which he did called cowboy camping I'm, I'm going to come straight up I love camping um, I suppose look guys if you were to use one word to describe me what would it be <laughs> uh, so hyphenated uh, messed up <laughs> okay okay Okay, that's not what I was. That's not what I was going for. I was thinking more to do with the camping thing. I know what you want us to say. You want us to be like outdoorsy, you know. That's a hundred percent the word. That well, that look, is if not that, if the word, Michael. That's outdoorsy. so far down the list of the words. Look, if that I word jumped into your mind, you. Anya, I can I can see where it came from. I would say outdoorsy. I would have accepted rugged. I would have accepted. You're so blonde. delicate, Michael. You're so <laughs> delicate. You're a fragile flower. I would say brawny, maybe. <laughs> That's how I would describe well, I myself. I, th- I, think, I think you are reason on the spectrum of outdoorsiness. You're uh, you're reasonably outdoorsy, but you're not. Thank you're, not you. an, you're not a woodsman. Like you're as outdoorsy as I am. I'll put that on my business card. Like I, I like the outdoors. reasonably outdoorsy. But when was the last time you went camping? Me. Um, Me. <laughs> <laughs> I think the last time I went camping was. Uh, I think it was probably with Hugh. It went. Right. So six years ago. <laughs> no, I think I think so. You want the right. listeners to think, oh, every weekend he's loading up the the hippie van out the front, piloting the kids, and it's off to Glen Malure to sleep in their clothes. <laughs> like it, you, 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 I've before Ben Michael. When was the last time you camped? I there was there was a period of my life where I did a lot of camping. There was a period a of, of my camping. life where I did a lot of things, Michael. <laughs> I, I, I haven't let it define me. I I've been camping more recently than you. You were okay. Well, was it camping or glamping? It was in a yurt, but it was still it was still in a, yeah. I do. There was I, there was no I do there was no toilet. 
I don't count that. And I know we talked about like um, the vehicles as well. Like I don't count being in a mobile home or a caravan either. I think that's worse. Yeah, I was in one of them more recently, but I know a tent is desperate. I mean, sorry, we're getting into <laughs> our opening positions here. Okay. Here. Um, yeah, Michael and I went camping a couple of times, but the last time was six years ago in Kyrgyzstan. We spent a couple of nights in a yurt, which was not camping. And uh, mm-hmm. and in fact, it's not even a real yurt anyway. If it's a real yurt, you pack up on your horse and bring with you. It's a permanent yeah. yurt. It was basically just a little house, which was great. Permanent yurt. Um, yeah. But no, we then we camped two nights because we were on a hike up a mountain. And we camped two nights yeah. in that in tent. Uh, Michael brought a tent uh, for me to share yeah. with him. And he spent most of the first night. So we, we, we didn't get to camp. We didn't make it to the campsite. So we had to camp just off the track. Wild camp. Slightly, slightly uneven ground. Mm. And uh, Michael took the higher part of the ground in the tent. And so he spent the entire night rolling onto me. Um, and I didn't sleep that night. And I'd hiked for hours. Michael slept all night. I'd hiked for hours. Yeah. Next day, then hiked for hours as well. And I remember genuinely thinking that second night, I thought, if I don't sleep tonight, I'm going to die. Or I'm going to but kill you know what? Michael. Up the I mountain. was so tired that I did sleep the second night. Camping, um, though, yeah, it was on that trip, it was a means to an end. And that is how I always view it. Yeah, 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 I think so. I think that's... Camping is uh, camping allows you to get somewhere that you wouldn't be able to get, you know, with a, in in walking distance of other habitations. You say that, Michael, be. but you get genuinely excited about the camping part. You get genuinely excited. I at, do. at pitching the tent and rolling out the sleeping bag and and like yeah. shuffling around with a little torch as if you need it. Michael is the sort of person when he goes camping, <laughs> like he'll bring a knife as though we're going to catch and skin rabbits. You know, yeah. he'll have probably a head torch. Probably have a variety of torches for different parts of the body, you know, with torches that no one other than a doctor should have. And he just gets so excited, and he'll he'll use that language. He he probably told me that we were going cowboy camping. He'd probably talk about cordoning off an area, you know. And I oh, he's he's dreadful, a dreadful man. Um, so just to go back to one thing you guys mentioned was glamping, and that's obviously gotten very popular. And dare I say it, it's kind of usurped camping. Enough for most people. Yeah. Um, have you guys done it? You've done the yurt in Kyrgyzstan, I suppose. Did that yurt in Kyrgyzstan. I mean, I think, um, first of all, I, I take a totally unreasonable and illogical um, objection to the portmanteau of those two words mm. because I think people use them with such glee. It's like when people started talking about just having webinars and you're like, just stop being so, <laughs> stop enjoying the fact that this is a new word you can use so much. And the the I, the same applies to glamorous camping as but well. But it's so people, fun. But people, oh, no, the actual activity, fine. Yeah. But the use of the word isn't fun, is it? it? I, I think it's accessible, safe camping. And to be honest, I, no, I, I think the I agree. glamping is overused because, you know, if you go to quote, unquote, a campsite in France or Spain or something like a family mm. holiday, that's kind of always been glamping in the sense yeah. that, like, yeah. there's good toilet facilities yeah. and there's, like, Listen, you know. I think that's the ideal scenario, okay? Yeah. Basically, I love going out for days of hikes and things like that. But at the end of the day, I'm happy hiking away for hours. At the end of the day, I just want to sleep in a bed. It doesn't have to be a big bed. doesn't have to be a comfortable bed. just has to be an actual something that someone would recognize as a bed. And ideally, yeah, have somewhere that I can go to the toilet. 
you know, that isn't a <laughs> hole that I've dug myself. When I went glamping, we had like a little bit of the campfire, you make your di- you get your dinner, you're sitting outside, you've to, you know, it's all the feet, but then you get to bed and the woman has put a hot water bottle in your lovely bed for you. That's nice. You're, That's and nice. and the, the, the yurt is freezing. Like you're really, mm. really cold, but then you're snug like a little bug in your in your uh, rug. I mean, Anya, as, yeah. a, as a fellow Harry Potter fan, presumably you loved when they went to the Quidditch World Cup and Mr. Weasley had the two tents that he borrowed from Perkins and they're basically houses. Yeah, I loved that. And I, yeah. it's the kind of thing I like to think of when I'm falling asleep now, the idea of being snug in a little tent. Um, yeah. But glamping is... A little hot pocket. Yeah, sure, sure. Michael, have you been glamping? I haven't and I won't. I think that glamping is an abomination. I think it You have, combines... Michael. We were in a yurt in Kyrgyzstan. That's exactly what that is. Yeah, but that... I mean, there was not much glamour to that. Uh, we were fed. We were fed every morning by a man who made us breakfast. That's true. His That's name true. was Tinch. He was quite nice. He was very nice. He was lovely. That That is what that is, Michael. You see, this is what it is. Yeah. I object to the word too, but that's what we did. Yeah, really what glam- glamping means to me is that there's very nice bathrooms. But you still have to walk in the middle of the night, which I which I, I find very scary. But and that is, that is yeah. a, a proper bed. But I mean, beyond that, it's not as if there's like caviar being... But it kind, of, it kind of combines... Mm. It combines the inconvenience of camping with no great advantage in terms of location. You know, you're not in the wilderness... And you also don't have a, a, you know, a toilet. So you do have a toilet. Like, yeah, but it's not right there. Yeah, it's but not it's, it's 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 like unlike in the woods where there's a trench. Like you have a and you can have a shower, which is always lovely. Mm. Yeah, and yeah. and usually they are in yeah. nice locations. Like this one was in in kind of like a woodland setting. Like it was it was, it was lovely. Um, what country was this in, Anya? It was in Ireland. It was in. Oh, it was in. It was in Cavan. Yeah. I, I can, I can, I can, I think it was called Wildflower Glamping. I highly recommend it. It was really, really good. And uh, lots of people with like lots of families around and it's lovely. It's really charming. And you get your little pile of wood for your campfire and you make your s'mores and it's lovely. You'd love that, Michael. You'd love every single thing about that. No, Hugh, you see, what you're not realising is that if I went there, I would constantly be saying why well, it's not like real camping. You know, I'd constantly be like... It's the real camping that you've done like... twice in 10 years. <laughs> Well, I think I you're doing the thing of like, my youth, you're, my you're doing the annoying thing that people do. You know, say somebody goes to India, right? And then someone else goes to India. Yeah. And the first person's like, so what you do in India? Oh, well, you haven't really, haven't yeah. really done India unless yeah. you've had you food poisoning. You haven't seen the real India. Yeah, it's like, what? what yeah, that's me point? all yeah, over that's, though. You, you're that's... the most dreadful person. Those people are dreadful. Yeah, that is me. I will, I will recognize that. I will I own that. Yes. Most but insufferable, that, yes. camp hogging and... Extreme loudmouth. That's the uh, <laughs> okay. that's the acronym for Michael. Okay. okay. So, do you think Michael there has to be an element of misery involved? That it's not a good night's sleep. You're dirty. No, not not misery. Not misery. You're just like there needs to be a reason you're 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 not in a building, and that reason generally needs to be that you're in a remote location. That's that's all I demand. I think that's reasonable. Yeah. In spite of how much I like camping, though, I mean, I have had several terrible experiences um hugh is this do we do we unpack what happened on the wicklow way uh, yeah i mean i didn't have a terrible is experience is this where you guys nearly got attacked by somebody no so, this is the way michael sells so, us so, yeah so what happened was we start off we hugh, hugh uh, myself and and a friend of ours decided to go do the wicklow way with admittedly little experience it was, a, it was my first camping trip okay mm. i was a young buck I had the world in my sights. Can I just say that the the other two guys, so Michael and the other guy, both 
brought a compass. So I thought, okay, I don't need to bring a compass. Oh there are two God. compasses disagreed with each other. <laughs> so you can tell. Michael also told us, Michael told us that he had a map, right? He didn't have a map. He had a book that someone had written about the Wicklow Way who had then drawn the route from memory. Poorly. From having done Poorly. it before. So you basically had a book of sketch. You had something that looks like a copy book I'd correct in school and say, this kid isn't putting it <laughs> How, how old were you guys? 20. What? 20? Yeah, I remember this. Um, like too old. So, so, too old for, so for we, what it was. So so we so we anyway we had we we do we did I think it was supposed to be a three day hike and camping excursion, and uh, we did our, the first leg of it, which to be honest, quite quite dull, right? You walk out of Marty Park along the side of a road for quite a while uh, towards Enniskerry, and somewhere outside of Enniskerry we decided that the, the, the we were losing the light on you. Yeah, because we were about six uh, hours behind where we were meant to be. Like, guys, Michael took us off. Enniskerry is like. It'd be like if someone set up a tent outside. Scary is suburban Dublin. Yeah, if someone basically. set up a tent outside my house, I think I live in the Kildare Club, kind of scary. I'd be, yeah. I'd be a bit worried that their wives had thrown them out of their house. Like, <laughs> that, like that's weird. That's really weird behavior. So, so any, no, but we we set up the tent in a wooded area, in a heavily, a densely that's not wooded true. area. It was a field off the road, Michael. There was no woodland. Well, like off the N11. Basically, yeah, but the speed at which we got a taxi at 5am the following morning will tell you how rural it was. <laughs> we were off the road, Michael. There wasn't any wood in sight. So we were, we were in this this impenetrable forest, I would say. And um, we, we set up the tent and it, be, it began to rain. That was li- really li- Don's yeah, the, now, the problem here, and in tent. fairness, I won't blame Michael for this, but the third member of our party Thank told you. us that he'd got a tent that we were going to use. He told us it was a three-man tent. It was actually a two-man tent that he'd stolen from Oxygen, <laughs> the festival, on the last day. He'd just wandered around, seen a tent that had been abandoned, and he then took it and said, oh, I've got a tent for us. But also, a two-man tent is really like a one-man tent, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's is. Like, it is. It's like, yeah, a, it's like a queen-size bed. exactly exactly but uh also there's a reason the tent had been abandoned it had a leaky roof and a leaky base so actually we were very very wet um because the rain was it was really coming down in this in this forest that we camped in and anyway through the middle of the night very 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 hard to sleep and we heard the crunching of car tires on gravel oh yeah the gravel that's in all deep impenetrable forests is it (laughs) Sorry, can I just say something, right? I originally heard this story yeah. and you told it to me like you were on a port ledge up Everest, right? I now discover <laughs> you're potentially outside Periscourt Hotel. You're out of you're 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 out of Volca for this. No, no. yeah, it was, you're, it was you're more at, at Shopping Center, basically. No, it was more it was more isolated. Oh come on, it was more it isolated than that. It was. It was you're a joker. Was you're a joker. And you've been dining out of this for about fifteen years. It makes it worse. Yeah. <laughs> I've been the Enniskerry truther. I'm trying to get the real <laughs> the real story out there, but Michael, big Michael won't let me. Well, I'll say I'll say to to Hugh's credit, uh, what 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 happened next? Hugh slept through all of it. Hugh actually slept quite well. Best sleep night. I've had camping. But um so we heard we we heard car tires crunch on gravel and a stop very close to us and like I'm sure people are familiar with the Dublin Mountains. You know, stuff stuff happens up there, and we thought I'm not stuff familiar was with Dublin Mountains, but I am familiar with Enniskerry. Okay, 
Okay, okay. Well, when you're in those in those lands, uh, yeah. Anyway, this this uh, so so we heard a man's voice then, and this is this is like two a.m. in the morning in as I say the middle of the mountains. Eleven o'clock. And and uh, myself and uh, and the other member of our party were were terrified we thought this was the end of us and i remember taking out my pen knife and trying to work out what what blade would be the best to defend myself with and i think i settled on the corkscrew i think i thought that and was so the way michael to go, in you know? your vision someone else would walk into the field and you were going to stab him <laughs> what in the leg with a two well, no, inch corkscrew I, <laughs> I, I don't think you, you'd sort of uh, <laughs> Anyway, we heard we heard anyway this this man's voice this man's voice again, and then we heard then we heard a woman's voice, and then we heard the two of them all all night long in, engaging in familiar acts, if I can if I can put it that way, and it went on a very long time, and it was really traumatizing, and I was no longer scared, but nor could I sleep. So what happened was. You set up a tent in a suburban Dublin docking spot. <laughs> and do you know what the exactly. irony is, Michael? They probably had a lovely arrangement. Like, this is where we go. Everyone knows this. Like, we don't offend anybody. They get there. You and your corkscrew are, like... like Poking out of the two-man leaky tent. Yeah. Like, imagine the night you... So imagine how much you ruined their night. Well, I tell you, it didn't. It didn't dent their ambitions one bit. Also, oh, all night long. What are we talking? Like, you yeah, know. like twenty minutes. Yeah, you know. Like, I, I just think <laughs> this is. No, it's dreadful. Man, man in corkscrew horror and <laughs> exaggeration legend. That's the new acronym for Michael's name now. <laughs> oh, thanks very much. Gonna keep going with these. Um, but the next morning, anyway, we got up. I think we beat the hell out of the tent, and we got a taxi home. Oh, you, was, you didn't, that you was, didn't that go was the on. end of the story. No, so when no, you say you, sorry, much. for years you have led yep. us to believe that you have done the Wicklow Way, like you have hiked the Appalachian Trail. You have made no, me didn't believe make it this. scary. We were in Fox Rock by half six in the morning. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you yeah. are not an, a woodsman. Not on that occasion. Not on that occasion. Are you very excited to get your uh, your boys into camping now? Obviously, they're a bit young for it now, but as soon as you can, there'll be a tent yeah. in the garden, I presume, and they'll be kicked out. I I think literally later this later this summer, we might do the first first camping trip to the garden. Yeah. But no, I mean yeah. that that ends at seven p.m. Obviously, like you go out, you get into the tent. No, no, no. You're you not leaving out. them out you're, there you're, all you're night. Right there, you stay out. But so well, I'm gonna leave your three-year-old child in the garden all night. No, I'd be, I'd be there too. I'd I know that, too. but I don't care about you, Michael. You're lost. I'll but your three-year-old dog. child, I still have some concern for. Would it not be very cold? Be in a good tent. No, no, no. Get a good, get a good sleeping bag. Be fine. Yeah. So you're going to put your child? Yeah. You're going to put a toddler in a bag, and not let him <laughs> into his house. No, he'd love it. Be he'd love calling it. He'd Tusla. He's he's inherited my my uh, my uh, hairline, my, my woodsman nature. Height. <laughs> Thankfully, not. Michael has a great hairline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. When you get to it, <laughs> like, you have a you have a hike before you get there. You'd have to camp at least once on the way up his forehead. Uh, I, no, I, but just because he has a big forehead doesn't mean he has a receding hairline. 
You could put a you could put a a, a porta ledge. I'm sorry. Point. I mean, I I didn't mean this to get mean, but I mean, Michael Onya just said, you know, you might not have a receding hairline. Come on, let's be honest here. Just <laughs> I've never. I think it's more accurately it has receded. Okay. It's it's not going any further. It's holding firm at that point. It's more made more of a tactical retreat from mm, my face. Okay. okay, so I have another another question for you. So uh, you're dropped into the wilderness, right? You're in the middle of the Appalachian Trail, let's say, right? Mm. What? Yeah. Let's say you're together, right? Both oh God. Yeah. We Les, probably would be. Les, Les a gun with two bullets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you can bring three things each. What are you bringing? A gun and two bullets. Okay. <laughs> Oh, not, God. Not, not um, even a full magazine of ammunition. No, like, I don't know, a car for one of us to no, leave you in? No, you can't have a car. No. Um, what am I bringing? That you can carry in a backpack. So I'll tell you what I'm bringing. Earplugs. When you're, when you're, when you're out, when you're out hiking. <laughs> Earplugs, come on. No, when you're out, when you're out. Come um, on! Uh, you got to keep that. that? <laughs> Who is this character? <laughs> Why is Gordon Ramsay here? <laughs> Look at it! Look at these earplugs! They're shit! It's raw! It's fucking raw! Um, no, when you're out hiking all day, you got to keep that energy up. You have to have a good source of food. Um, obviously, you can bring energy oh, and bars. again, yeah, Michael, Michael is going to say, like, Kinder Buenos or something. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not. I'm not. I'm not, because you do get sick of eating those. A chicken breast. Uh, after... No, what I have brought, and Hugh, I'm trying to think if I brought, I definitely brought this. I definitely brought this on, on at least one of our trips. Um, you, don't want to, you don't want food that you have to cook. You want food that's nutritious. So what I've brought on several trips is, uh, is, is cooked meat. And namely three to, five, three to five large chorizos. That's what I'll, that's what I'll have in my bag. Hugh, we definitely no cracked into a chorizo together. It's okay. But that's not a good source of energy. Like, if you were lost in the wilderness, like, that's not kind of key. It's a good source of of pork fat. Like, it's it's great. It's not a good... Surely you'd bring, like, a trail mix or... It's full of energy. It's ready to eat. And it is delicious. Would you not be very full? But again, this is because, Anya, you've asked... You've given him this hypothetical. And he's like, well, I'd lovely chorizo when I was camping between... Rome and Naples, you know, on the train, or when I drove from like he hasn't done more than a night's camping without pulling up at the Savoy. When we were on the Orient Express camping, right? They did a lovely dining car, and that was fabulous. And I'd like that. Okay, Hugh, what are you bringing on this suicide mission into the woods? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think, I think, uh. I don't know. I would say a sense of self-respect, but I think if I'm on this trip at all, it's probably long since gone. This is the worst. This is the worst thing, Hugh, because like we've done many of these trips, and I'm nope. always Two. the instigator. I'm always the person who who plans who plans these trips, and then you come along. And I mean, we've had, we had the saddest thing is that you know, Anya recently, say. probably when Michael started to have children, that um, he said, "Oh, like I'd love to go on another trip, but obviously I can't now." But if you want to go on one, I'll plan it for you. Oh, that's that's actually really sweet. Yeah. Never took him up on it though. Yeah, I want. I would too. Hugh, your three items, please. Just let's finish this bit. Oh, I don't. Yeah, like waterproofs. Uh, no, that's too sensible. Uh, no, sorry. What should I bring? Um, pork belly. Um, <laughs> like uh, a, a case of Merlot 
and an angle poise lamp. <laughs> Lovely. Why do I have to go on this? Anya, if you were going on this trip with Michael, what would you bring? Baby wipes. Your husband? Uh, yeah, uh, four <laughs> by four. Uh, a restraining order. <laughs> I would bring baby wipes. <laughs> I would bring... Yeah, wipes are good. A sleeping bag. Mm. And I would bring a big old bag of chocolate chip trail mix. Mm. Nice. So how, how do you think you'd, you would do if you were dropped in the wilderness? Don't, don't ask him this. Well, I'm asking you as well. I mean... Oh, sorry, do you know what springs, you know what springs to mind? Michael Scott in the Pennsylvania wilderness with his trousers so, on his head. There's many, there's many episodes. I, we've always said that Michael Scott resembles Michael. I watched that episode, Survivor Man, the other night. And every time, it is the most Michael episode <laughs> of the entire thing. It's the moment where he says, actually, this is it. Because there's a moment where Michael Scott, he cuts off the legs of his trousers to fashion them into a hat. But then at some point, his legs get cold and the sun goes down. So he said, I've turned my hat back into my trousers. I have almost seen Michael do that. When Michael and I, he will probably say we were in the wilderness. We were not in the wilderness. We were at the Palace of Versailles. We were literally at a king's home. And Michael, and we were queuing. I with saw the water other, all over my laptop. We were queuing with, along with the other... 900 tourists what like 60 year old Dutch tourists yeah exactly (laughs) and we had a plastic bag that we bought brought some food along in probably chorizo and in fairness if I was there I probably said let's get three baguettes okay Michael thought it was a bit sunny I started passing around the sun cream another thing you want when you're camping on yeah I started passing around the sun cream and Michael said no 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 I've got a better idea took the shopping out of the bag so then we all had to hold it took a plastic bag. I mean, I've had to speak to children in school about this. Took a plastic shopping bag, the sort that you'd now have to pay money for as a tax, and tied it around his head to stop the sun beating down, to stop the Parisian sun beating down on on the little Dauphin sun king outside his chateau. <laughs> Michael, I have a couple of questions here. Okay. Did you not bring a hat? No, 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 no. No, there were no, plastic bags. I, I, I travel light. I travel travel light. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You I improvise. And I say this with love. A moron. <laughs> no, but Anya, you bear in mind everyone else there. Like you could see when when we were going up to pay, and you know, like we're kind of like, well, we can pay a student rate, and obviously there's an adult rate and a child rate. You could see the person behind the desk looking at Michael and thinking, there must be a special rate for this. Like there must be some sort of. <laughs> This must be some sort of scheme that these people are on, you know, that they're <laughs> they bringing this them out. Man out. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah. I think that episode certainly it, it's from start to finish. It's it's entirely mine. But so, Michael, I think you think you would do very well in the wilderness. Yeah. Thank you. No, I didn't say you would. I said I think you think you would. I think Michael. Okay. The thing is, you okay. would also you Thank would also you. look at like little little mushrooms or things and say, oh well, these are definitely. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether you'd have some sort of, you know red next to yellow that's a tasty fellow sort of rhyme or whether you'd just be like no I reckon this is this is a real Michael thing I'll tell you as 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 his closest friend I can tell you that one of the things Michael would do is he'd look at something and be like I'd say that's fine and then within minutes he has now decided that this is that this opinion is effectively now peer-reviewed research <laughs> toadstools and in fall there's food for us all toadstools are yellow <laughs> Don't be eating that fellow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'd say you'd love the foraging, Michael. I, I think you'd make a good... I, th- I think 
through sheer sort of force of will, I think you would do quite well in the wilderness. Yeah. Yeah, Hugh, I think, Hugh, so. I think would do I think okay so. too. Hugh does. Hugh does great in the wilderness. We've, you know. Do you mean the wilderness, before, like what, like Black Rock, or like you know where <laughs> that time we went to Eddie Rockets, you know, <laughs> but it wasn't in the city centre. Do you think you do well, Hugh? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. You know, I mean, it depends what you mean by wilderness. Like, if you drop me, you know, a couple of days away from civilization, yeah, Grant, I'd be fine. But like, if you drop me in the middle of nowhere. Like, not at all. I wouldn't survive. Have I'd you guys die. seen uh, Yellow Jackets? It's like Dairy Girls meets Lost meets... Um, uh, I had some more pithy way of saying this. Basically, it's, it's, a, it's a team of um, 16-year-old soccer players crash on a plane in the Ontario wilderness in, in 1996 and uh, they are it's kind of a flashback they, they spend a year and a half out in the wilderness and it's kind of flashing between them, them and now and like the rumour is that all sorts of crazy things it's kind of based on a live actually yeah a live meets lost meets dairy girls that they resorted to cannibalism so mm. I guess what I'm asking is do you think you would feast on each other's flesh is that too grim Michael and I I mean there's not much there for the no. eating on either of us you know we're both pretty yeah yeah Skin and bone. I yeah, I'd just be visualizing Hugh as a big talking chorizo. Mm. I think, yeah, pretty quickly. Like I think I'd literally be two days in and I'd be licking my lips. Uh, chorizo's yeah. not even a good meat. It's a great meat. It's a great meat. You can, you can take I'd be right more back. confident that I'd be able to kill Michael than Michael would be able to kill me. I don't necessarily mean that from a point of physical strength i think i'm just psychologically more ready to destroy oh my god i totally disagree i think i think hugh i think hugh uh i think you're right i think i think if we were both going at each other uh i think you like would the win. In the tent <laughs> but or in i a think fight. i think what would happen is i would kill you the same way that han solo kills boba fett like i'd swing around <laughs> by accident and knock you into the michael side. i think you would i think you would very, be very sinister about it i think you'd You'd hush my child, sleep now. You'd put Hugh to bed in the sleeping bag and then you'd smother him with your with your backpack. Do you know what he'd do? He'd do the, the Commodus in Gladiator thing. He'd little poison knife into the kidney before the fight even starts. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it would be very manly. No. I, or he'd hire someone. You're enjoying that chorizo, aren't you, Hugh? <laughs> it's so nice. Mm. Yes. Do you, do you have any other thoughts on, on, on camping? Anything else you'd like to air? Uh, that tent, probably. I knew, I knew this would get personal, but uh, it, it got right, it got personal fast. Hugh, would you, would you camp again with me? And uh, not if again? I could help it. Oh, we'll be okay. That's a yes. That's no, a again yes. though, I like I went, um, I went to Yosemite. Giving me I an went angle. Hiking in Yosemite a few years ago with my brother, and we did. Big old hikes every day, sort of going out for 10, 12 hour hikes. And they were brilliant. They were so, so good. And you could stay on a campsite in the in the park. And we ended up getting an Airbnb just outside. And you know what? It was just so much nicer to be able to go home and just collapse into your bed, which after a day of hiking, you don't need it to be the most comfortable well, I bed don't in care the about the hiking. The camping is the fun bit. Oh, don't tell me. Sorry. Are you coming? No, but you're, ta- you're not talking real camping, though. Camping trip. If someone organised, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna plan it. But if you said to me, but you're, only, camping, you're not gonna go. sleep properly. You're not gonna sleep properly any night. That's the problem. It disables you for the next day. That's my problem. Yeah, but when with you're it, telling me, oh, you have to go hiking for twelve hours, I'm just like, oh, it's boring. But the camping is fun. It's funny. 
No. It's not. You see, it's fun until you have to sleep in the tent. And then you're suddenly see, eight my, hours in my, inside in my the tent. Fantasy tent. You're joining into Michael's fantasy land. Now. Yeah, but it's cosy and I have my... Um, see, I love falling asleep every night to like, you know, uh, these like sound effects, soundscapes of like... Uh, yes. Yeah. But that's in a big bed with your husband in a house. Yeah, but if if I could if I could have that for real, I think that would be I think that would be yeah, lovely. But, but it, that's not what it is. Well, Anya, you can have it for real. Next time I go camping, you're you're invited. You're invited. So we'll schedule it in. So you go three times in fifteen years. So we'll reconvene twenty twenty seven for camping. Yes. Okay. Yes. Sounds good. Hugh, when you went to Yosemite, did you get any merchandise? Did you bring back anything? Did you get a Yosemite t-shirt? No. Okay, Hugh, for the purposes of the bit, would you say yes? Hugh, when you went to Yosemite, did you get any any merchandise? Bring back anything? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Michael, when I went to Yosemite, I brought back a t-shirt. <laughs> okay. Um... <laughs> What are you trying to do? What do you want us to do? This is what camping with Michael is like. <laughs> uh, were there any? Um, were there any? Were there any Jewish guys who thought that you were just talking to them? Oh, whoa, we're because you had a T-shirt that said "Yo, Semite." Wow, we're no. doing that, are we? Can we do that? I don't know if we can do that. Hey, we Gentiles! <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> let's let's ask the Jewish co-host of the podcast what he thinks about that before we publish it. <laughs> well, Michael, I hope you're happy. Um, do you want to move to final judgments then? I mean, you've aired a lot of grievances. Uh, I think it's time to put out the campfire and turn in. Okay, I want to go first. I think camping's amazing. I think it's great. <laughs> I think everyone should do it. I think everyone should do it as much as I do, which is loads. And also, I think I'm going to prejudge what Hugh says. I actually think that all of Hugh's problems with camping are actually problems with me. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, it's... So, Michael, what are you saying? I like camping. Legitimately. No, what is the name Christ, of the podcast? <laughs> two, two thumbs up for me. It's a... It's a real love. It's an authentic <laughs> hobby. It's a... It's a credible pursuit. It's yeah. fine by me. <laughs> You've yeah. been listening to Michael. He really yeah. dishes the shit. <laughs> what are you saying, Michael? I think it's a legitimate like. Oh, good. Right. It only took 50 <laughs> episodes to get there. Um, yeah, it is an interesting one because I feel like um, most of the experiences of camping that Michael and I have had are also experiences of each other. So I suppose I should be flattered that he's come out of it with a positive experience um, yeah. and I've come out of it with a negative experience. No, look, I think if you have to sleep in a tent in order to make some part of your trip viable or possible, I think that's fine okay i think that's when camping yeah. should be used um and that's when i've used it before but to actually like and enjoy the camping part of it and again yeah a little campfire might be nice and sitting down in the woods at night and whatever all lovely but the actual camping the actual sleeping and spending a night in a tent no and if you like that part you are like michael and you are conning yourself it, this idea that this fantasy land and that you're somehow living in the wild once you're no longer a child to get any enjoyment out of the <laughs> actual camping part of camping is 
madness. And so no, it is not a legitimate like. Hugh, can I check, have you ever been camping without me? You did enough, Michael, in those times. Have you ever? No, but has there ever been a situation where Because I feel like I may have poisoned... Have you ever done it without me? I've always been there for you. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the problem, Michael. Look, but I mean, that's sleep, that's that's how we approach life. You know, we can only have the experiences we've had. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, this is like the the postmortem between two exes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Does does anyone does anyone treat you like I did? But it's like Michael, you're. It's like you're saying to me. But would you not consider like viewing it as an Indian woman? I'm like, well, I can't, Michael. You know, <laughs> it's not who I am. So we're tied at one all, and so therefore it has to go to the producer uh, to give a casting vote. I did expect only to be on my side now, but I feel that over the last little course of time, I think she's moved the other way. So, Anya. So I there's a lot of things I don't have any time for. I don't have any time for hosteling. I don't have any time for like, say, camping at a festival or something. But if somebody yeah. genuinely organised a camping trip, I think there's a genuine zeal for life there. I'm just very much in favour of. I don't want to do it all the time, but I'd like to go on a camping trip. Can I ask? Maybe I'll do it this Can summer. I ask when did you last sleep in a tent and an actual pitched tent that you have pitched um, as opposed to to a, a? The last time I slept in a tent was in 2004. Right, so 18 okay. years ago. That's going. Yeah. That's going back a bit. So you don't know again. what you're talking about. You're living in Michael's fantasy land. Okay, maybe, maybe, maybe there's been a time since then. There must have been a time Look, since Look, I'll do it. I'll go on a legitimate likes camping trip if only to prove that you I on it, you will hate the sleeping in a tent part. I know yeah, you. But, that, but, it, but it's fun. <laughs> no, it's fun it until fun. you do it. You're, this is the problem with it. You you draw people in, you know? And then no, I just have a couple of concerns that right. When you wake up at 1am, yes. you and you're no, foostering so, okay, so around fine. in the forest to go to the toilet... And then you're trying yeah. to get back to sleep with Michael snoring in the next tent. <laughs> but the stories we'll have on the bus home. Yeah. Do you mean in the taxi home or on the on the Learjet home that Michael has organised? <laughs> on whatever. the Cessa. The Theretha yeah. we'll eat on the way. Yeah, it's all about the journey. So on yeah. your your you're saying It's a legitimate like okay. rubber stamp it, Michael, put it on the pile. There we I've go. charmed you. I've won you over. No, I was always on site. Great. I think camping is really fascinating. I'm yeah. glad people like it. I've no, I've it no is issue with fans of it. And <laughs> you know what? I think it's a bit much. I know this is the whole purpose of the podcast, but you come on here and say yuck other people's yum. I, again, I know that's what we do every week, but uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, okay, we just cancel the podcast. So don't yuck <laughs> someone else's yum is written across the top of my whiteboard in my classroom in school. Is it? Yeah, it's one of my class mottos. Don't yuck somebody else's yum. I've never heard this phrase before. Yeah. What does this imply? I don't. I, I mean, it's not a complicated phrase. <laughs> it's 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 the very opposite of the mission statement of this podcast, where we okay. entirely yuck other people's yums. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So okay. your yum is camping. He was yucking your yum. Yeah. Okay. 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 In fairness, Michael yucked my yum on all of our camping trips. So. <laughs> Okay, okay. And that's probably what's leading to the current yum yucking. <laughs> uh, would you, so Michael, would you go on a glamping trip together? If we all if we all went to... Uh... I'm up for anything, guys. We'll do it. No, you're do not, it. though, because I suggested this. And he was like, I can't, I have to do it in my house. <laughs> <laughs> if 
flawless Michael. <laughs> no, that's fine, but I can only do it at 10 p.m. on a Tuesday, and you'll all have to come round to mine, but you'll have to be really quiet because I'm afraid of noise. <laughs> it's what he sounds like. What? <laughs> it sounds so adenoidal. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's because you're only four foot nine. That makes your voice weird. <laughs> well, thank you for listening to Legitimate Likes. We hope you have enjoyed the episode. Please let us know what you think about camping. I'm sure that there are plenty of listeners with camping stories out there. So get in touch with us on Twitter, on Instagram, or email us at legitimatelikes at gmail.com. Thank you, Michael, for hosting. Thank you, Anya, for producing, as Lovely. always. Thank you for <laughs> thank you for having me. <laughs> Follow the podcast, rate and review, <laughs> tell a friend about it, and we'll see you next time. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. Goodbye. She's gone. Anyone else going to say goodbye? Okay. Goodbye. Thank you. Thank you. Goodbye. <laughs> no, no, get a normal one. Get a normal one. You just oh. say goodbye. That's fine. I've always <laughs> said goodbye. <laughs> That's coughing. Thank you. <laughs> This is our cold open. 100%. This is our cold open. We get a clean round of goodbyes. Goodbye. 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 Good, thank you and goodbye. Why do you keep saying thank you? Just say goodbye. What are you thanking them for? Listening to this. Oh my god. Oh, that's rough. Goodbye. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM 
for a four-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.